hand in everything, I am completely critical and very, very particular, and no one can see what I see in my mind. What's up, y'all? This is your boy Trey Hollywood on another episode Talks with Trey. Y'all are back. I know y'all probably gonna be tired of me. Not really, though, but this time I have what we would call, I guess, a part two to live your life like it's golden. But this time I have a beautiful young lady with me, not a handsome young man. And I'm gonna let her go ahead and introduce herself and tell her, tell you all who she is. And then I'll tell you what we're gonna be talking about. Please. Yes. Hello, my name is Jordan, Jordan Santos with J Santos Realty, New Era Real Estate, stepping in with Trey to yes. talk. <laughs> so today, y'all know in the previous episode with Dion Quay, we talked about, you know, just the life of real estate, you know, what the do's and the don'ts, the ups and the downs. Of course, like before y'all know, I am a property, I work in property management, but I am pursuing my dreams, my goals of becoming a real estate agent. Amen. Um, Jordan here actually started um, real estate a couple years ago, four years ago, three years three. ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she's transitioned over into um, opening up her own brokerage. Yes. Um, what's so amazing to me is that I feel that, you know, we we go down this path of life, right? Mm-hmm. And we try to think about what we want to do. I never thought I'd be in property management myself, right? Right. Um, but we find ourselves trying to go down an avenue. I'll call it an avenue instead of a street, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going down the avenue of what we want to do in life. And for me, I think it's so great that a young Black woman like yourself was able to at a young age decide what she wanted to do mm-hmm. and where she wanted to go as a business aspect. So right. my first question for you is going to be when you decided to do this, mm-hmm. what was your biggest thing that made you the most nervous? Mm. Um actually getting to where I wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> that was nerve-wracking to me because I didn't understand what that would mean, who I would become, Mm -hmm. um, what people would be in my life, what new people I would meet, what I would have to do. Um, It was scary because I had this undeniable understanding that I was gonna get there, that that I absolutely was gonna go exactly where I wanted to go. And I was like, oh shit. So what does that mean? Like, who am I gonna become? What what am I what, what does this mean? So that was that was the fear for sure. Yeah, and people probably a question like when you say, you know, what do I become or what would I be? You know, in this industry, you, you grow, you change, you meet yes, it's about networking, right? Exactly. And so we, we can say that, well, what does she mean about where she's gonna be or who she's gonna who she's gonna know, you know, things like that. This industry can change you. Absolutely. It can make you someone who you're not, you know? Right. And so one of the fears can basically be, well, I'm afraid that I may end up being somebody who people don't like, you know? Right, right, um, right. Or, or being someone who people think I'm always, it's a battle, it's a challenge, you know, to, to be in this industry. So I get what you're saying. Right. And that's good that you could touch on that because some people may not understand what you mean when you say that. And then a lot of people don't contribute growth to change. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, well, I'm going to go where I'm going to go and I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay the same. No, you you want to change with mm-hmm. growth. That's okay. Right. That is acceptable. Absolutely. You want your core values to stay the same, of course. But 
I don't I don't want to be the same person that I was when I was first starting. Right. I absolutely want to be a different person. I absolutely want to be around different people. Right. I want to be around people who have the type of goals, aspirations, money, things that I'm aspiring to have. And before I get there, I wasn't around those people. Mm-hmm. So things are going to change. And that can be scary because it's new. Yeah. And so that's really what I meant. Yeah. is being comfortable and okay with things changing because I want that growth, because I have those goals. And and like I said, it's okay to be, you know, a little bit scared, but it's just not okay to not pursue it because of fear. It's human. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to never like not pursue something because you're afraid. Exactly. Um, I think one of the biggest things is just conquering it mm-hmm. because you overcame it. And then at the end of the day, you can sit back, drink some wine, and be like, man, I did that. I did that. I did that. I did that. And you're going to do that. You're going to um, do that. Just to give you, a little, you all a little history, um, I met Jordan um, through where I actually work at. She <laughs> moved into the complex that I was, that I was working at. Um, and he's the best at what he do, let me you, say. And you. I'm not being biased. Yeah. The best thus far. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we just instantly clicked. Like, you know, we would see each other in the hallway or, you know, she will always speak. I will always speak. But then, um, she, you know, she came to me and told me about her business. And it wasn't that she was coming to me because she needed my help. It was because she was coming to me because she saw something in me. But mm-hmm. then she also wanted to, you know, share, share the motivation. Mm-hmm. And this industry is always about probably having somebody who, you know, can encourage you. Definitely. Because it's tough. Oh, it's man. tough. You People know, don't talk about it enough. They don't talk about it <laughs> enough. There's always this, I always say in, in property management, there's always this um this mark. It's like a six-year mark. You're mm, just worn out. It's the same thing in real estate. Yeah, you, you get worn out. Um, And I'm, I'm shit, I'm in past that part. But, mm. um, you know, I just keep trucking along. Keep trucking yeah. along. And so one thing I want to bring up when I say it's tough, and we all know in this market, it's tough. On the previous episode, we spoke with Dion Quay. Dion Quay told us about stuff about, you know, South Carolina and just his struggles and things like that. Right. So for you, being here in Houston, mm-hmm. what would you say is one of the struggles in the property market? Probably market. But just tell us a little bit about, about Houston and the market that you've been countering since you've been doing this journey. Um, some of the struggles were also some of the things that I loved about Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the market, it's super competitive. And every day I, I look up and somebody that I know is becoming a realtor or a realtor that I know is reaching goals and, and getting to places because the market is so hot, because mm-hmm. there's so much opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And although it's amazing and I'm not one to, to be jealous or to be bitter about other people's success or the right. people pursuing this, that does come with competition it does come with a fire that's put under your butt like okay right. well you need to make sure that you're on your game because you know you're not the only one out here trying to get it nope. and like i said the market is amazing so there's enough money for everybody there it's is. not like you have to be dog eat dog mm-hmm. but you also want to make sure that you're on top of your game so that was one thing that i noticed for me was um keeping up with the market and making sure that you know i wasn't I wasn't becoming subject to the idea that there wasn't enough money out here for me. Mm-hmm. That yes, oh, I see a lot of people doing the same thing. Yes, you know, I know and it's popping and all that, but there's enough for me. I'm gonna get to where I'm going and I'm gonna be good. Yeah, it's true. And 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 one thing like I always say is that you there's enough 
I always say it's a saying there's enough fish in the sea or whatever the case may be. It's <laughs> enough money out there to be made. Absolutely. You and I together, we both enjoy um the, the Opera Hind group, selling sunset, selling mm-hmm. LC, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say hypothetically, let's just say, you know, um the Opera Hind group opened up an office in Houston. Right. Boom, right? Let's just say they opened up some in Houston. Plug, you know, shout out. Y'all go ahead and do that. Um, <laughs> we ain't say, mad at you. We were just waiting. We just waiting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's just say they do that. Um and they're looking for you know for young um, men and women to join their group. Right. Being that you have your own, you know, right. would you? Was, is that something that you would probably consider? How would you go about it? Would you say, man, this might be a possibility for me to help? Because if you think about it, on selling sunset, actually, no, I'm bad. Selling Tampa, mm-hmm. there was a young lady on there who actually had her own brokerage, a license, and everything. But and she, was she on went there. to, yep, she, she went to do hers. Mm-hmm. That can help you. In the long run. Yeah. Of course, you don't mentally want to probably think that, you know, I'm here to just help my business, but that's all as hard as interesting is. Sure. Is that something you might consider joining them if they was to do that? Well, with having with being a realtor and being under a brokerage, you can't necessarily you can never play both sides. Right. If you are somewhere, that's where you are, you can't be with anybody else. Okay. And the fact that I started my own brokerage company. It's mine. So for me to move my license, because that's what we do as realtors, we're independent contractors. We hire brokers. Brokers don't necessarily hire us. And for me to have started a brokerage company to where I'm literally my own boss because I'm holding my license under my own company. For me to say, I'm going to move my license from my company to another company, that would cause some conflict with how my daily operations are going to go. Now, with that being said, obviously the O group is popping and established yes. and doing what needs to be done. So Absolutely. of course, I'm obviously going to, you know, without a doubt, grow in ways that I'm aspiring to grow now that mm-hmm. my own brokerage company isn't right. not yet. So to answer your question, I would say that um, I would remain loyal to my roots i would remain loyal to my soil um but company brokerage companies like the o group brokerage companies like allure realty from Mm -hmm. tampa um even i don't know if you're familiar with next gen in houston or the braden group in houston of course you know i know the braden group i know you You know know i know the braden group these are companies everybody has everybody should have in real estate someone or something that they aspire to be like that is an inspiration to them and that's how you set your goals you write them down and you say this is where i want to be this is what i want to be this is how i want to perform okay i love the fact that i can have something like selling sunset selling oc in front of me on tv too and when i watch it it inspires me i'm like okay this is exactly what my brokerage is going to be like not what i want it to be what it is going to be put it in the universe and manifest it Mm -hmm. this is exactly the type of realtor broker i am going to be this is the inspiration that i needed today because it's hard right and i'm not there yet and so that inspiration to me is enough to move me to want to get there as opposed to me moving Mm -hmm. over there to say okay well i'm gonna just go ahead and do it because y'all are already doing it as opposed to being patient and let yours grow and letting mine grow and get there 
you, you know? gotta you gotta water water you where, where yes, home is at. You know, you gotta exactly. water the grass where your home is at to let exactly. it grow. Exactly. The grass is green where you water it. Exactly. exactly. That's right. So I'm actually this. So um of course in, in different different brokers we we've seen different amount of agents. Right, right, um, right. Do you have maybe a goal where you want to have a amount of agents in yours? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a goal where you want it to be a mixture of you know, or just men or just women? Because like sure. we saw on like Selling Sunset, it's just all women. Mm-hmm. But I kid you not, there's a man in there because I seen him in the back every once in a while. There was a guy. Dave was there. There was a guy in that uh, in that um, Selling Sunset, but he just be in the I back. I wish they had some. There is one. He just be in the back. But then on OC, <laughs> we see it's men and women. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? So is that, do you think that, well, you and I was having a conversation earlier about like, you know, just a property management, mostly mm-hmm. leasing office, we see right, females. Right, 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 right. Do you have maybe a, a mindset of where you kind of want mm-hmm. to have a mixture, or start off at a certain, uh, just women? Because I know, you know, I've seen um, your Instagram, which yes. is amazing. Um, and you have Thank other you. women there with you. And I yeah. know y'all all just look powerful. Just love it. Yes, um, yes. So is it some way I just want to maybe start women and then eventually, you know, put men in there? How How, how is that? Well, so the women that you see with me, those are actually my partners in okay. the company. Okay. And we all came. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to shout them out because, yes. you know, I credit a lot of where we've come to them as well because we're all equal partners and we've all had the same goals and we all decided to come together and start the brokerage together even though we are all individual independent contractors we came together and started the company okay um we all have goals of growing and expanding Absolutely. and we don't want to limit anybody or you know anything to a certain gender or a certain Um, level of experience Mm -hmm. or a certain area of expertise we want to be able to bring on agents that have the same goals for what their business can do okay um and the same values as far as you know work environment and energy we don't just want to say anybody can come we don't care how you behave we don't Mm -hmm. care how you act in a professional setting we don't care just come just come obviously we want to have people that are like us who have the same values who have the same work ethic who can represent the company in a respectable way in a professional way and in a way that we can all just kill it together no matter what age race gender yeah um we're just waiting on the right time to expand in that way because we want to be able to give agents the tools to succeed absolutely we don't want to just say here's somewhere you can hold your license good luck Mm -hmm. and that's one of my you know biggest goals that i know that they share as well but when you're first starting out like we were saying earlier you know you hiring your broker is determined when you first start out is determining your success because as an independent contractor you have to go out of your way to make sure that you're getting the information and the knowledge that isn't just laid out for you yeah i get that educate she she telling y'all right now she's teaching (laughs) y'all you you have to take the initiative to do that because nobody is going to call unless you have a mentor or somebody that you've designated and trusted to be in your life to check up on you and hold you accountable Mm -hmm. you're on your own nobody's going to call you and make sure that you know what's in a contract that you know how to explain a contract to your clients that you know these things that are legally binding in these transactions yeah it's cute and it's fun on netflix and these properties are amazing but it's more than that it's deeper than that so much deeper than that it is and so you have to make sure that your broker that you're with is 
giving you those tools yeah. or at least giving you the resources to find those tools and to, you know, to be successful. And that's really what we want as a company is to make sure that we're able to provide those tools to make sure that agents, our agents are successful in what they do. Right. We were, we were talking earlier about the, um, the cold calling, Yes. you know, knocking on doors, <laughs> you know, in, in property management, cold calling basically is like, cause you go to apartments.com, you go to an apartment, it comes up, we have a system, we have a lead system. That's oh, us. okay. I didn't so, know yeah. that. So you have a system, like if you go online and search, you know, looking for an apartment, if you go on apartments.com or um, apartment guide or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, we have a system that it sends it to us. And that's our lead source. That's, that's how awesome. we know. I didn't know that. So you and I were talking earlier about cold calling because I don't really, I'm not really familiar with that. And we were watching OC mm-hmm, um, and then mm-hmm. we were talking about doing that. Yes. So educate me and educate okay. the listeners on yes. what cold calling is. So cold calling is a, a type of lead generation for agents that there are many types and forms, but it's probably the least liked. Because <laughs> like it's somebody calling your house? Yeah, well, it's it's a sales pitch. Okay. So yes, you as a homeowner, you don't like cold callers because gotcha. this is somebody randomly calling you, saying, "Hey, I noticed that you live at your address that I see online." Ooh. So it's already awkward. Like, mm-hmm. how do you, I don't even know you? Stalker. I don't even know where I live. Right. I just wanted to see if you're wanting to sell your house. I mean, whatever your script may be, which I've you know, accumulated a script that works for me. Everybody has their own script. But for a homeowner, if you have that sales pitchy type of script, type of vibe, Mm -hmm. it's awkward. They may curse you out. They may hang up on you. They may do and it's these are all the reasons why it's unliked amongst a lot of people because it's an it's the more of an awkward type of way to lead generate. But if you're able to establish a more personable um you know, just relatable type of script to where you're calling people and you don't sound so sales pitchy. You don't sound so, you know, just mm-hmm. operated, uh, you know, those voice operated systems where it's just, okay, do I press one? Do I press two? You know, if it's right. more personable. Um, it can be a very successful way to build your clientele, to get listings mm-hmm. um, and to build relationships with people. And I've, I've built really, and other, obviously from seeing OC, um, other successful realtors have built really good relationships with it as well. It's just all you, how about you go about it? How you go about doing it? Mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. me, I'm really big on, big on marketing. Like, um, I've actually won, um, you, it's an award up there. Um, oh. it's like a social media award. My last company I worked with is a social media award. Oh, um, wow. With my entire company. And because I was like on our Instagram, I come up with these different things. Um, yeah. and, um, and one of the things I think of. If not cold calling, because I don't probably want to call people out, you know, mm-hmm. and probably knocking it's on doors. It's not for everybody. Like you told me earlier, knocking on doors, like people might seem like, oh my God, this is random person at my door, the door. So for me, if I have business cards or flyers, I'm probably meeting people at the grocery store. And handing out, making connections. You know, meeting them, like we're in the same aisle. And I'm like, look, I'm being clean honest with you. I'm shocking, but let me tell you something. Hey, I work with so and so and so and so. What you'll hear a lot of people say is you never want to be a secret agent. And you mm-hmm. saying that is saying, I'm not going to be a secret agent. I'm going to go out wherever I am and mm-hmm. let people know this is what I do. Yep. This is how I can serve you. That's I'm how you avoid billboard. being a secret agent. Exactly. I'm my own billboard. Exactly. I'm advertising what I do, who, I, where I'm at. Absolutely. And let me tell you something about my what my brokerage that I work for can bring to you. Right. What right. I can do. Right, right. Get you this house so you know, at this point. So that's, that's just how I am. I'm just a people person. So 
you, you got cold calling, you got knocking on the door. I'm also thinking about another marketing aspect of just out and about. Mm-hmm. Out and about, like about networking. I'm, I'm networking. You know what I'm saying? Because I might, funny story, I went to Dallas and this may be off topic, but not necessarily. I went to Dallas a couple weekends ago, just took a day, just took a weekend trip by myself just to get away, decompress, get away from my dogs, get away from work. I blocked my, everybody at work. I need that. I need that. And just booked the hotel. Mm-hmm. I sat down at the bar watching a football game with, with some drinks and it was a guy that was sitting about three seats from me and he was like just talking about the football game. And he's like, so what you do when you live here? I was like, no, I came for the weekend. He's like, I'm here for the weekend too. I just drove from Houston. I'm like, I just drove from Houston. <laughs> but he's from LA. You know what he does? Ooh. He build houses. Oh. He build houses and he he hires people to manage them for short-term leasing. Oh, wow. Simple as that. Just like you that. You never know. Just by telling him what I did. So he, I think he was quizzing me because he was even asking me, like, you know, how much do you, you know, what what's the square footage for a price at your apartment? And I told him, he was like, oh, so that's this, this amount. So I think he was quizzing me to see if I knew what I know. And I know that's my stuff. It. You know that's what I'm saying? It. Yeah. So it was just about just the simple things about networking. I told him what I do. We talked about it. And we exchanged contact information. He was like, you know, he's building houses in Pearland. Mm. And you never know what could come you from never know that. could come from that. You know what I'm and saying? And you know what I will say to that? Continue to follow up with this person. Yep. Follow-ups are the name of the game. It's the key That's to what I tell the my Lisa game. Lisa. That's what I tell them all the time. Follow Absolutely. Up. Absolutely. Don't feel weird. Don't feel awkward. Like that's how you but I have this lady. I did Zillow leads yes. before. And it's basically uh, your, your premier agent with Zillow. And for whatever reason, everybody, whether you're a homeowner already, whether you're in the market, people like Zillow. Like mm-hmm. every city has their own MLS realtor-associated right. website. Ours is HAR, Houston Association of Realtors. Mm-hmm. That's the most accurate representation of the market. People don't care. They like Zillow. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they just love Zillow. I don't know why. I think because the website looks a little, really, really official. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't, but I'm with it. I'm yeah. cool. So I signed up. I was like, okay, cool. I'm a partner with Zillow and get leads from Zillow. Mm-hmm. There's a lady that I've been following up with for almost a year and a half. And I just recently called her the other day. She remembered me. We've never met. In, oh, we've met one time in person. I did a showing with her one time. And she didn't like the house. The pictures were, they didn't do what the actual justice of the house was, long story short. She didn't buy nothing. Mm-hmm. I followed up with her just the other day. She ended up moving to California. She graduated from school. Now she's a traveling nurse. She's making more money. She's doing better in life. She's like, yeah, I remember you. I'm actually going to be ready to buy in another couple months. If I would have just, I mean, she's not going to call me and say, hey, Jordan, how you doing? Right. You know, I might be ready to buy a house in a couple months. her. Going up. I have now to she call gave you a time her. frame. Now she gave me a time frame. Boom. She remembers me. We've built that relationship. Yeah. You never know, even if it's two months, three months, a year, two years down the line, as a realtor, as an independent contractor, you have to nurture those relationships because even if it's not a check tomorrow, if it's a check in two years, I still want that check. It's at the end of the day, because I'm not dead. I still want my check. Exactly. Run me my money. Run me. <laughs> as fast Hold on, well, as remember, possible. Um, remember um, Players Club? You see Jim absolutely, Club. absolutely. Was it was it Planet Club? No, no, actually, wrong movie. I see Set Planet it off. Club. Set it off. With uh, what's it called? She said, "I need my money. Mm-hmm. I need my money." I don't was, care it, was it was Cleo? No, it was not Cleo. It was um the quiet one, the one who died, the one who had the baby. Oh, um, what was her name? Forgot her name. Ah, y'all don't take our black card because. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly who she is because she was in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She was. She the was. One that was so upset. Yes. What was her name? Like, 
are we thinking about her real name or her like? I got. I'm, I'm thinking about her set it off. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up, y'all. Y'all just got to bear with us. Yeah, because I'm gonna be mad if I can't think about. Because you know, that's what know. we do. We we be like like forget what it is, and then um and then when we um remember, it would be, like, be like, duh. Be like, why did I know that? <laughs> I knew that. Um, her name was <laughs> TT. 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 Yes. Well, it was Tashaun, but they called her TT. They called her TT. Call her TT. Yes. Kimberly Elise. Oh, Kimberly's is her real name. Yeah, but that's what she was like. I need my money. That's why it was like motivating for her. Wrong. I need this I money. Need yes. This money. So I don't care if it's two years. I need too this much. money. Give me my money. <laughs> I got a family to feed. Family to feed. It's <laughs> depending on me. Look. So since we're talking about money, <laughs> since we're talking about money, if you were to um like you know you know not if when you further on this whole when you further Speaking on up. this whole this whole career <laughs> yeah. like. We we talk about commissions when we watch the OC and we talk, mm, we watch them, we that's talk the name about, of the game. Yeah. That's the name of the game. So people <laughs> want to know like what their percentages are. Like what 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 are you looking to give your agents? Oh, so okay. Like, you know, so what, that what, is. I need to know what I'm gonna make if I come to <laughs> if, if I'm I come to, to your you brokerage. if I come to your brokerage. <laughs> I need to know what money I'm gonna be making and what you're gonna take from me. Right. So along with you know your question was to me what type of growth and expansion do you all see for the company? Do you see women? Do you see men? What's important for you right. to see? And right. my answer was, we want to be able to provide the tools for our agents to succeed. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing with brokerages that take commissions uh, or take a higher percentage of commission splits is, or, you know, should be, mm -hmm. you should pay attention to yeah, what they're providing you. If they're taking a higher split, they should be able to uh, uh, meet that mm -hmm. with the tools that they're providing you. Okay. And that's why it's so important to me to be able, and to my partners, to be able to provide those tools so that you know, okay, at least a month, two months in, I have a deal. I have something that I can work and learn from, and it's from my brokerage. Okay. And not only, you know, if we are giving you leads, we're there every step of the way answering your questions helping you be successful because there's going to be some your first deal there's a bound to be at least five things that come up that you have no idea what right. to do right uh, fucked up hold on wait hold <laughs> exactly. on i gotta call somebody the brokers like exactly okay. and to be able to have someone there at your disposal to help you be successful because people don't realize like when deals fall through your clients may think oh the deal fell through it could have been this it could have been, it could have been your realtor not knowing what they were doing yeah and we have a lot of responsibility and we can save a deal when things come up we can be problem solvers instead of problem creators or whatever the case may be yeah. you just have to know those things so to answer your question <laughs> my you answered a lot in that whole thing i love it I, yes I love it. well because it's important to know that you know you want to trust that your brokerage is their split is the way that it is is mm -hmm. because they're providing you things that you're going to need yeah. to be able to get that money that would you rather have 60% of $5,000 or 60% of zero. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that being said, it would vary for me to be subjected to the a level of experience the agent would be coming in at because okay. everybody's at a different level. True. So if you're coming in at a level where you need 
my time. You need my expertise. You need my mentorship. Take you more. need me to help you. So the split will be will be higher. Yes, that makes sense. Because I'm more involved in your transactions. I'm more involved in what you're doing. And of course, it's to help you succeed. But we're all independent contractors. Time is money. So if I'm dedicating my time for your transactions, that's something that I'm going to need to compensate me because it's sense. taking away time from, from my transactions. Yeah. And I love to see you succeed. And I would love to be a mentor. And mentorships aren't, um, they're nonprofit, you okay. know. <laughs> mentorships are different from, you know, having a, uh, or being in a brokerage where, you know, you're connected to someone who's walking you through your transaction, making sure, you know, hey, did you follow up on this? Hey, adoption period's ending. Did you make sure this? That's a little bit different because it's make or break for somebody making money. Okay. A mentorship is like, hey, it's 7 a.m. in the morning. Let's wake up. Let's go get it. How are you feeling today? Like what are you going to do today? Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of different. That's a good training. Man. I know you hate him for it, but you love him for it. <laughs> we love that. Look, man. I'd be like, he'd like, he be right on it at 5 30, too. Listen, listen. Signed up for this. You be seeing me walk in the hall talking about I'm having an early morning workout. You be like, ma'am, I already came back from the gym. And right. Like, this. <laughs> like, like, I've been look, up long time ago. <laughs> look, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> so, before we close out, um, is there anything that you want to ask me um, about, you know, property management, real estate, where I, why I want to do this? Anything, anything you want to you want to inquire? My biggest thing. Um, question to you is kind of what we were already talking about is airbnb is so prevalent right Mm -hmm. now everywhere realtors are doing it investors are doing it random people who don't do nothing else are doing it random people you're right exactly so my biggest question to you is what advice could you give to someone who wants to who has a business Mm -hmm. associated with corporate leasing or real estate who wants to get into Airbnb, um, just applying themselves to these companies like Graystar and all these okay. big corporations who have these apartment buildings and companies. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it smoothly and quickly since I'm running out of time because my people, my thing is telling me I'm running out of time. But no, just to get too much good stuff. So basically present yourself, present yourself. Well, Um, there are properties and a lot of properties in in property management, not even just from great start from anybody else. A lot of people, they're receptive. It's all about what you can offer and Mm -hmm. how you want to handle, because once you, once you get, once you get it, they only want to, don't want to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to. All right, y'all. So my bad. Anchor cut us off because we ran out of time. Y'all, we was talking for 30 minutes. So, you know, Anchor said we only have 30 minutes. But we can just go finish what I was talking about. So Jordan People here. People need to know. They need to know. Jordan actually about, um, about you know, the whole Airbnb situations. And, and in property management, you know, I deal with a lot. I run into it a lot. Mm-hmm. One of the things is that what, what property management want to do and what they want to see is that whatever business is coming into their property, they want to see that you're going to be able to handle how many ever apartments or units you're you're requesting right and they don't have to manage and they don't have to manage at all so one of the things that annoys me because i have a a corporate company at my current property that i'm always having to help their residents Mm, with questions or whatever questions or something that's just random off the top the mailbox key they don't have a mailbox key when the corporate company should provide them with a mailbox key they don't register for like the lock system like they don't know everything that they should know they live in there so they come to us asking us 
what the property wants is that the property is going to want that company to be able to provide whoever they have in that unit, whether it's short term or long term, that they can come to that company, mm-hmm. that corporate company, and ask that the list, questions and ask not questions, necessarily not deal with the office. The office, right? Because right. I'm running that makes sense. because you're running an apartment. The corporate company is running the apartment from us. We don't have to want to deal with your tenants. Exactly, um, and that and, makes sense. And it's not that we, you know, we don't want to, don't want to, don't want to be helpful. Because of course, if they need to know what something's at, we're, we're going to help them. But when it's but the you're actual, not leasing to them, we're not leasing to them, and we don't know who's in and out of your apartment. Right. So it's like we saw so someone so in there. Your duty. Right. We saw yeah. so in there on one day, but the next day we saw someone like we don't know. Right. And so one of the thing is also is that um, what what is very helpful is that even when you do have different people in there, is that you're at least still communicating so we can know if something does happen. We need to know who's in that unit. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a family, somebody who's in there for three months, whether mm-hmm. somebody there for seven months. It kind of it kind of helps us because then we can kind of say, all right, we know who's in that unit. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like a meet and greet type of situation. So Absolutely. of course, when you come with your business, I'm going to have James in here for six months. This is my resident who I've had six months. And then once you do the next question, you have let the staff meet them because then they can know. This is who right they if they don't with. have questions and they're not. Concerned. Yeah. And this is what people need to know, and that's what's so important mm-hmm. is that. They're not considering that. People want to sneak and say, oh, it's just me. I'm not doing this. And these things are going to come up. It's inevitable. They're Mm going to come up because it's so much that goes into these leases. Mm -hmm. And people need to know. Be transparent. That's why I tell people. It's in your lease. Like, you're in your lease that you're not allowed to do it. Right. But, of course, it's subject to change based on ownership. So, if you have in your lease what tells you that you're not able to rent your apartment out, don't be sneak about it because you're going to find out and then you're going to get mm-hmm. and then it's going to be on your it's credit. It's inevitable. They're so find out. just come to the office if that's something that you're wanting to do because then what the office can do is probably try to communicate with the owners. Hey, this, this person wants to know if they can rent their apartment out. If you have that type of relationship with the office, they might not even have to go to the owners. They can say it's okay. Mm. But it's all about what we were talking about earlier, communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Communicating, communicating with that office. Mm-hmm. Set a meeting with that manager. Say this is what you want to do. And the reason why you're doing it. You may... You may actually have your own apartment and you may say, okay, I got a job offer in California, but you can't break your lease. I'm going to go talk to the manager. Hey, this is honestly what's going on. I still want to have this apartment until my lease is up, but I can't really afford right now to break the lease. Mm. Am I able to possibly rent my apartment out Airbnb or any other source where I can rent my apartment out until my lease is up? I'll communicate with you all letting y'all know who's in my apartment, this and this and that, but I can't, I can't terminate my lease. Or you may get an option. You know what? Byron, since you can't um Sublease you it. can't say you can't do that, let's go ahead and have somebody else take ownership of the apartment. Mm. They would apply. So it's just like just like they like you did. You feel right, like every application, right, right. they apply and take over ownership. We call wow. that a roommate change. I had no idea that that was a thing. Yes, you call that a roommate change. So say if you have your apartment, Jordan, and you you're moving and you know me and I want to come in, Trey wants to take over ownership of your apartment, I apply. So it screens me just like it screens you. And then you release the keys. You sign a re- you sign a release roommate release. I sign a roommate um, takeover. You release your keys, and I take over your deposit. You lose your deposit. I got to give you a deposit or whatever you had a deposit. That's something that you and I communicate, right. not you and the leasing office. Right. So people, you have those options. It's just really about communication, communication. and being honest. Yep. Yep. So that's that's that's. I mean, I hope I answered the question. You did. That um, was very helpful. Yeah, it's it's always it's always about kind of communicating that stuff and just talking it out with the leasing office. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Any other questions you could think of, Jan, for me? Um, 
I mean, how are your classes going? How's that? My classes are going good. Okay, that's good. I know Sips that. Wine. <laughs> um, so y'all hear her asking me how my classes going? Yeah, I'm sure I know they heard you sip that wine. Yeah, I can go press it. I did it on purpose. <laughs> um, I've been struggling on my classes, and it's not really because like I'm stupid or because they're hard. I just, I think if I like, I told my dad if I work in like retail or like the grocery store or something else outside of property management it would be easier for me to come home and do these classes. But when I work in property management, dealing with it all day and then coming home and doing it, it's just what's making it so much harder for me. Yeah. Um, so I think you encouraged me and also Dion Quay encouraged me to get out of my apartment. If I'm doing it, maybe go to a coffee shop. Yes. And my friend Lindsay and I, we talked about, um, she's going to find some coffee shops for us to go to um, and do them. Brass tacks. Mm -hmm. Love brass tacks. Brass tacks. Mm -hmm. It's an Edo. Okay. I love to go there and work and decompress and just be in my element. And that is so important because you expect to come home or to whatever and leave work mm -hmm. and not have to be in that element and mm -hmm. just immediately tap into this one. And it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. So, like, for example, if you was a, a teacher all day doing kids and you got to come home to your kids, you ain't want right. to do with your kids. Right. Get out my face. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or exactly. if you was a chef at some restaurant, you had to come home and cook for your husband or your wife. Like, you ain't gonna want to cook. I'm not trying to do that. Because I've been cooking all day. We eating ramen today. If you worked at a call center, mm. right, and you was dating somebody long distance, you were mm. at a call center, you're on the phone, then you come home, you want to talk to your person. You, you need to talk. catch a flight. I'm not gonna want to talk. So that's just how it is with me. <laughs> I'm working at a property management all day and I come home, I just don't want to do these real estate classes, but mm. I'm gonna have them done. The thing about it is, I have to have them completed by November the 9th. Well, I got to pay for an extension. We don't want that. And I'm going to have to start an OnlyFans if I'm going to pay for this extension. You know, that might be another episode. Yeah, yeah, that might be another episode. <laughs> might be another episode. <laughs> People don't understand. It's not easy having your own business, being an entrepreneur. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Look, I want to appreciate, appreciate y'all for listening to us. Um, Jordan, if you can give them your social media, if you want to share your social media, yes, let them know yes. how they can follow you, get in contact with you. They might want to buy a house, you know, through you, mm -hmm, you know, sell a house mm -hmm. through you. You know, again, shout out to the ladies that work with you, your partners. Yes. I see all y'all are beautiful. Hot women. Um, so, uh, period. Yes, period. Go ahead and get them your social media so they can know where they can follow you. Yes, my Instagram is Selling Santos. Um, kind of like Selling Sunset, but we're going to do a little spin. I love it. Jordan Santos. We're Selling Santos. Uh, you can catch me on IG. I respond to DMs. Slide them DMs, y'all. <laughs> slide them DMs. Y'all, man, slide them DMs. She's gorgeous. Slide them DMs. <laughs> We're gonna put that in. She's single. <laughs> we love this. She's single and she a boss. She a boss. Go ahead and sign the in. <laughs> He's my favorite. He's my favorite. Yes, that's where you can find me. I love it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me. It was it yes. was it was it was fun. It was, it was so fun. fun. All right, y'all. See y'all later. <laughs>